0: Time for Vikings Rewind on the fan. Recaps and reaction from yesterday's Vikings game. Now, here's your host of Vikings Rewind, Eric Nordquist.
1: Yes, Vikings Rewind on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. It's Nordo here with you, and I, I wish I had better news on a Monday, but I don't. The Vikings lose to the Saints at U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday Night Football 30-20. to is the final score Vikings fall to 4-3 and 1 on the 2018 season they've now slipped behind the Chicago Bears in the NFC North division meanwhile the New Orleans Saints after losing their season opener in that 48 to 40 shootout with the Bucks at the Superdome uh, they've won 6 straight and are now fully in command, chasing only the L.A. Rams, the undefeated Rams, for NFC supremacy. A lot of opportunities in this game for the Minnesota Vikings. A couple of plays that didn't go their way. Might have been the difference in the 30-20 to 20 defeat last night. Uh, let's rewind to the action and go through some of it. And we'll start uh, right off the bat. The Vikings win the coin toss. I don't think they've won the toss in like a month. And they choose to defer to the second half. So it's Saints ball to open up the game. Eight plays, 81 yards, score? Third and goal from the three,
0: snap to Breeze, and he'll toss it to Alvin Kamara, heading to the right, and- rolls into the end zone. Touchdown New Orleans Saints. It is a three yard touchdown for Alvin Kamara. His eighth touchdown this season. Seventh rushing and the New Orleans Saints use eight plays and a long strike from Taysom Hill to Michael Thomas to close with a Kamara touchdown and gain a 6-0 lead. It was an interesting drive to
1: start the game. All kinds of different motion and special trick play oriented things. At one point Teddy Bridgewater was on the field split out wide right. Taysom Hill, you heard PA mention his name. He throws that 44-yard ball to Michael Thomas. It looked on the replay like it wasn't actually caught, but there was a pass interference flag thrown on Harrison Smith anyway, so it didn't matter. The penalty was declined catch in favor of michael thomas and they close right away and you're worrying, okay this is explosive plays and trickery and creativity by sean payton and company you know this is going to be either uh, the highest scoring game in history or at least vikings defense has to make adjustments uh spoiler alert they do and the vikings offense trying to catch up with drew bees and company it's seven nothing saints vikings ball in the ensuing drive just less than five minutes into the game they gotta answer they do so by getting a couple explosive runs by Latavius Murray. Stefan Diggs catches a 31-yard pass. He's dragged down just short of the goal line at the one. And after being stopped on third down, the Vikings get aggressive and go for gold on fourth and one at the goal line.
0: Kirk Cousins out of the shotgun, takes the snap, floats out to the left, looks to the end zone, passes, caught!
1: Orleans. Diggs has been a bit boomer bust with some very tough matchups defensively throughout 2018 that's his first touchdown since week two in green bay his fourth of the season he finished the night with 10 catches he was all boom last night 10 catches 119 yards and that score right there very nice evening for stefan very nice start to the vikings offense 7-7 late first quarter vikings force a three and out partially in thanks to a massive five-yard tackle for loss on Alvin Kamara by Linvald Joseph, and it's Vikings ball again. A couple nice chain-moving catches, and it sets up first down at the Saints' 45. Handoff. off Latavius, flips it back
0: to Cousins. It's the old flea flicker, fires right, front At the 20, gets up to the 15, but he was touched down. At the 17, the flea flicker, the old trick in the book. It went from Cousins to Thielen for 28 first down Vikings.
1: Cousins was absolutely abusing, recently acquired New Saints corner Eli Apple early and often last night and the Flea Flicker was perfectly executed except... Laquan Treadwell was wide open, miles of space around Laquan Treadwell, right up the center of the field. Would have turned a 28-yard gain into a touchdown had he looked Laquan's way. But how are you going to blame him? It's Adam Thielen. You're always looking Adam's way. It doesn't matter, though, because the Vikings are bailed out on third down by a P.I. call in New Orleans in the end zone. It leads to a first
0: and goal at the 1. The 1, game tied at 7. I-formation behind Cousins. C.J. Hamm in front of Latavius Murray. Rudolph in motion. Snap. Murray. He goes.
1: Yeah, certainly. Latavius Murray, fourth touchdown of the season on the ground after the team spent five straight games to start the year without a rushing score. Latavius now has four in the last three weeks and uh, averaging more than four yards a carry against this rushing defense by the Saints, only allowing 72 yards per game at 3.1 per carry. Statistically the best in the NFL. Vikings committed very early that they were going to test that and they found some explosive runs with Latavius. They get the touchdown there. It's 13-7. Now for the extra point.
0: Bailey 12 of 12 on extra points. Snap spot and the kick to the west side of U.S. Bank Stadium. No good. Dan Bailey missed an extra point. Holy cow.
1: Yeah, he was 26 of 28 last year in extra points with the Cowboys. Otherwise, he hadn't missed one in his entire career. That keeps it at 13-7. Geez, I hope a missed extra point doesn't cost the Vikings later in the game. We'll see. Saints ball, 11 minutes left in the half, immediately start moving things. Everson Griffin jumps on offside on a third and one to extend their drive. Uh, welcome back, Everson, by the way. You can see he was rusty. You can see he was a bit tired. He had a couple of penalties, include, including this encroachment on this drive. Uh, but welcome back, Everson. That's awesome. He's only going to get better. Uh, but later on third and three at the Vikes 34, Alvin Kamara's wide open running across the field. Breeze throws it to him. It's 20-plus yards. This is borderline Kamara open field making moves for the touchdown down but he drops it and therefore kicker will lutz is on to attempt a field goal
0: lutz has made 10 consecutive field goals snap spot lutz's kick is up and it is
1: good so it's 13-10, Vikings midway through the second quarter. Vikings punt after a 23-yard run by Murray is negated by a Pat Elfline holding call. Vikings can't get their way uh, past that 10-yard loss. The Saints possess, hoping to at least, you know, tie up the game before half, but a pressuring Stephen Weatherly in Breeze's face forces this. Second and 10 for New Orleans from the Vikings,
0: 45. Two receivers right, three left, empty set. Breeze, shotgun, big rush.
1: I guess Drew Brees just doesn't like U.S. Bank Stadium. The last time Brees threw an interception was with five minutes and change left in the first half of that divisional playoff game. Everson Griffin tips the pass into Anthony Barr's arms, ends up being tackled by his horse collar. Otherwise, he would have been gone for six points in that divisional playoff. Harry, that's his third interception of the 2018 season. And the Vikings, they got an opportunity to get into the half in some serious business. Vikings quickly convert a couple third and longs. They're closing in on points. It's first and ten at the Saints' 18-yard line, just over a minute before the half capitalize on that turnover. Cousins
0: out of the shotgun heading to the west side of U.S. Bank Stadium. Whips one out quickly to the left. Thielen turns it up inside the number at the 15. Oh no, he dropped it. He dropped it and it was picked up by the New Orleans Saints. It's Marshawn Lattimore to the 50. He's to the 40 and he's wrestled down by Laquan Treadwell. Thielen fumbled and Lattimore recovered it and returned it 53 yards and a flag has come in late. What has happened at the end of the first half? Oh no.
1: I don't even know how to describe it at this point. You have a chance to go up. It's 13-10. If you get the touchdown, it's 20-10 to Vikings at the half. And the Vikings get the ball to start the third quarter. Think about that. The Saints in your building. Sunday night football. 5-1 Saints. Drew Brees and everybody. And you got a 10-point lead into the break with the ball on the other side of it. Oh, it's So heartbreaking. And Adam Thielen, as reliable as he has been, as spectacular as he has been in 2018, the fumble by him. You feel for him there. And just an idiotic display by Laquan Treadwell. He picks up an unsportsmanlike flag at the end of the play for losing his mind on the field. And so it was 1st and 10 Saints at the Vikes 33. Then it's 1st and 10 Saints at the Vikings 18-yard line. Final minute, and it didn't take long. Breeze rushes
0: to the line of scrimmage. First and goal from the one. Handoff. Alvin Kamara. Leaps into the end zone. Touchdown, the Orleans Saints. Kamara with a rushing and receiving touchdown this evening. And off the Adam Thielen fumble. 53-yard return by Marshawn Lattimore. Inexplicable 15-yard penalty on Laquan Treadwell. The Saints turn it into 7 and lead 16-3.
1: Yeah, 17-13 after that. Vikings ball 30 seconds and a couple timeouts. Maybe they try to grab some first downs and potentially find field goal range. Nah.
0: Clock runs down to 20, 19-18. And both teams satisfied with the situation at the end of the first half. Vikings get the ball to begin the second half.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how satisfied everyone was. A lot of booze and frustration being heard from the fans as the Vikes let the clock run out. And I kind of agree with them. I mean, the fumble stunk, Saints have the lead, but there's an entire half of football to be played. And this wasn't the time to proverbially raise the white flag. It's only half a minute, but just look what the miracle game, uh, what the team was able to do with just 25 seconds. Whatever. It's halftime. Vikings get the ball to start the third frame. Breeze had his least productive game last night. Only 120 yards passing. He threw his first pick. The Saints overall had less than 280 yards of offense. That's awesome for the Vikings' defense, right? So the game was for the taking. But the Vikings look to take the game back to open the second half and are stopped on fourth and one. They're in their own territory. Marshawn Lattimore makes a great play to knock a sure catch out of Treadwell's hands. Vikings defense forces another Lutz kick,
0: though. 42-yard drive, right hash by Will Lutz, who has made 11 consecutive field goals, one of one tonight. Snap spot. Kick. Good. Yeah, it's 20-13
1: to with eight minutes to go in the third. Just a one-score game, still very much for the taking. Vikings ensuing drive. First, Kirk scrambles outside, tries to juke rookie pass rusher Marcus Davenport. He fails miserably, nearly fumbles. Then a few plays later
0: this happens second and eight from his own 44 shotgun three receiver set two to the left side cousin short drop looks right sees nothing flustered oh my heavens he threw it right to a member of the new orleans saints it's pj williams and he is gone Six for P.J. Williams, 26-13 New Orleans. It looked like Stephon Diggs stopped on his route because it was thrown
1: right to where he would have been had he kept running. It's 27-13 Saints with six minutes left in the third. Pass rush on Kirk Cousins getting more intense almost every Vikings drive last night. He was sacked four times, twice by Davenport, another couple by Sheldon Rankins, and uh, some deflections at the line. So whatever energy remained in the building after the Thielen fumble and subsequent return and score by the Saints, it was all gone now. Uh, Vikings punt after the P.J. Williams uh, TD, and then uh, Will Lutz kicks another field goal.
0: It's a 42-yard try, right hash to the west side of U.S. Bank Stadium. Snap spot. Lutz's kick is up, and it is good.
1: That's 30-13 to 13 Saints. Many are now very annoyed Dan Bailey missed the extra point because keeping the deficit... At a three-score, 17-point lead for the Saints, instead of a two-score, 16-point lead, if you convert a couple of two-point conversions, that's what that extra point would have done for the Vikings last night. The silver lining on the day goes to this guy, midway through the fourth quarter. Minnesota four of eight
0: on third down. Cousins, third and long, passes over the middle, caught by Thielen at the 31, turns it up right side, gets a block from Rudolph at the 25, and Adam Thielen is to the 19-yard line, and is a 27-yard completion, which means Adam Thielen has 102 receiving yards, and he has more than 100 receiving yards for an eighth consecutive game, tying a National Football League record set by Calvin Johnson in 2012. Not
1: bad, right? There it is. The streak continues. He'll get a chance to beat Calvin Johnson with a ninth consecutive game against the team Megatron spent his career with, the Lions, this Sunday. Clock is ticking on the only impressive drive of the half for a Vikings team that hadn't scored points since the early second quarter, and it culminated with more thielen
0: Cousins shotgun, two receivers left and right. Kirk throws to the end zone, caught it!
1: 6 TD of the year for Thielen. Vikings within 10 points now, but running out of time with less than 5 minutes remaining in the game. The Vikings do eventually force a punt after the Saints kill 3 minutes o'clock. Kirk unleashes his best pass of the day. It was to Kyle Rudolph for 25 yards. Unfortunately, it was in the middle of the field with no timeouts left as
0: the clock didn't dwindle down to 0. Uh, here's the wrap on it. And Cousins kills the clock with 6 seconds to go. So... Ooh. The Vikings will fall to 4-3-1. The New Orleans Saints will improve to 6-1. and one. And there you have it. Final score, Saints 30,
1: Vikings 20. If you looked at the box score without any results, you'd guess the Vikings had won 30-20. to 20. Uh, Given the injuries on this team right now, no Anthony Barr, no Xavier Rhodes last night defensively, no Riley Reef on the offensive line. Vikings had a significant chance to win, but those two turnovers, the Thielen fumble and then the pick six by P.J. Williams of the Saints, and the lack of energy at times as well, uh, determining factor. Uh, Before we go to break, I do want to remind you of this. Join host Mike Musman along with Kevin McDermott at Eric the Red in Minneapolis this Thursday at 5.30 p.m. It's a live broadcast of Vikings country. You could win some great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. Visit vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. Uh, coming up next, you're going to hear head coach Mike Zimmer's press conference from last night, along with some locker room player reaction. This is Vikings Rewind on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Sunday's game with the Lions is a salute to service game. It's presented by Polaris, and you can help us support the real heroes, our military veterans, by donating $25 to receive a Skolgers t-shirt. Donations can be made online or at participating Polaris dealerships. Find out more at vikings.com slash salute. All proceeds will benefit Wounded Warriors Project. Welcome back to Vikings Rewind. Nordo here with you. Vikings do lose to the Saints last night, 30-20 to the final score. Vikings fall to 4-3-1 and 1 in the season. And before we look forward to the Detroit Lions this Sunday for that salute-to-service game at U.S. Bank Stadium, Let's hear from the head coach Mike Zimmer. His comments shortly following the thirty to twenty loss last night.
2: I thought there was um, a lot of really good things out there tonight. Uh, You know, unfortunately, some of the turnover and uh, you know the 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 fumble right before the half, and then the the interception for the touchdown kind of kind of put us behind the eight ball. But uh, you know, I thought we battled. I thought there, there was a lot of awful good things offensively. It really didn't sh- slow us down at all. Uh, we moved the ball well uh, defensively other than the, the, you know, the wildcat throw. I thought we took away the big plays pretty well and, um, and um, you know, just didn't get the job done. So, questions? Mike,
0: did, did that come uh, over right before the end of the half that impact your decision
1: to not push the ball downhill with 30 seconds left and two timeouts there at the end of the half? Yeah.
2: What you kind of observe on the pick six? It looked like maybe I don't know, Dig slowed
1: down, or what? What did you observe on what the breakdown was from the offensive standpoint?
2: I'm not going to evaluate things. You guys, you guys can do that. Uh,
1: for a lot of the season, it seems like uh, clock management in hurry-up situations has been a problem. What do you think accounts for that?
2: That's a problem. But I didn't. I didn't try to score with. 30 seconds left and the ball's backed up.
1: No, I'm referring to the five-minute drive uh, when you got the ball with nine minutes left. And also, there have been some two-minute drives
0: earlier in the season that...
2: I think you're 100% totally wrong with park management. So uh, I go through it every day. I think you're 100% totally wrong. I'll bring a, a blow, just that, that, that swing at the end of the first half. Did, did that put you guys on your heels a little bit going into halftime? Well, it was disappointing because we, you know, we had a chance to score there. You know, if we score there, and I think I don't remember what the score was—seventeen, thirteen, or something—and uh, you know, we go up. You know, who knows? Seven or ten points
1: up. What went into your decision to go for it on the fourth and one at your own forty-five?
2: There, um, told the team that I was going to be aggressive. Every fourth down was closer than go for it. Didn't work out. So. Yeah, man, isn't is the true? They didn't beat you. You guys gave me the game. A lot of mistakes. He makes mistakes, yes. He turned the ball over, yes. this is still a good football team. Even even in here, it seems like a morgue. But this is a good football team. These guys fought their rear ends off tonight, and I'm proud of them. What did
0: you think of the job your guys did on defense, in especially? I mean,
2: you know, for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. Um, took away the big plays. You know, they're a you know, big-time shot play team, and took those away. I thought you know, some of these young guys that came in there played well. So,
1: uh, A lot of missing starters uh, heading into the game. How do you think Holden Hill and Wilson
2: did? Um, you know, it's hard, it's hard for me to tell you. Mike, given how uncharacteristic the mistakes were with the fumble. events, excuse think- me? Given how uncharacteristic the two mistakes were, with feeling fumbling and, and digs, kind of stepping on the route, is it easier to kind of let those go and and kind of move on from those? Or do they eat at you? Uh, I don't think Adam's going to fumble as well very often. Sometimes when guys are in the zone and man-to-man, man, you have different, different route combinations that you're supposed to do. So, um, you know, I made a mistake. I dropped the ball was, you know, I thought, you know, other than that, they would play pretty damn good.
0: What was your evaluation of how Everson Griffin looked? I don't
2: know. I've got so many things going well, on. You guys want me to evaluate guys do you think One, he got ten win- minutes after the game. Did he get winded at all? And, and I just come in there and I'm supposed to evaluate every player when, when I'm, I've got a million things going on in the game. I'm not going to do
1: it. Was there a concerted effort to kind of reduce his snap since he hadn't played in a while? Yes. Okay. That's Mike Zimmer's post-game reaction following the loss last evening at U.S. Bank Stadium. And speaking of Everson Griffin, here he is down in the locker room with our own Greg Coleman talking about getting back on the field.
0: Um, you know, I'm here um, to, play, to play good ball, and it felt amazing to be back on the field, be back in U.S. Um, Bank Stadium, and be out there with the best fans in the world. Um, it was a disappointing loss, um, but, you know, we got to get back to the drawing board, and, but it felt amazing being back out there.
1: And more from Everson on his current physical condition.
0: I've been working out, um, but you know, just you know, getting 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 my focus back. You know the 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 little nuances of the game, my pass rush angle. You know, um, you know, just 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 the details of my game back. You know, um, you know, I I was rusty, but and I don't like that, so I'm gonna go attack it next week.
1: (laughs) Good to see Everson back on the field. And although the Vikings' defense didn't get to Drew Brees last night, they've gotten to the quarterback a lot this year. And if the Vikings get three sacks in any home or away game, you get free apps. From Buffalo Wild Wings, just go to Vikings dot com slash BWW for the sacks for apps details. Adam Thielen, if you're looking for silver linings, crossed the one hundred yard threshold for the eighth consecutive game. Here he is post game talking about the performance of the offense. Yeah, I mean we had a lot of guys making plays. Um, you know, and that's probably the hardest thing for me is, um, you know, I didn't I didn't bring my part of the uh, of the battle and um, really hurt our football team tonight. And obviously that's disappointing. But at the same time, uh, in the in the bad games and the good games, I'm gonna uh, play for the glory of the Lord, and, and uh, that's all I can do. Disappointing that Adam couldn't celebrate tying an all time NFL record with Calvin Johnson eight consecutive games with at least 100 yards receiving. But he'll get an opportunity this Sunday to break that record against the Lions. Uh, Before I go, play the new Vikings scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery. Top prize of $100,000. It pays to be a fan. Plus, there's a second chance to win Vikings season tickets, sweet experiences, or Vikings gear. Are you game? Just say, I'm in. Make your next play and get more details at mnlottery.com. Vikings and Lions, it's a nooner this Sunday, 10 a.m. pregame, 11 on the network. This is your home for Vikings football. I'm Eric Nordquist. Thanks for listening to KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings radio network.